It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas the Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I am just so excited today to have with me my returning monthly diva, Deb Matlock. And her and I are going to speak about seasonal changes. Oh my, what a perfect topic for the month of October to be talking about things that are all happening out in the seasons and outdoors. Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here chatting with Joyce. Um, As Joyce said, my name is Deb Matlock. I am coming to you from Colorado in the USA, and I have a small business called Wild Rhythms where we focus on deep and sacred connection to nature through practitioner trainings and personal workshops and retreats. And seasonal changes are one of my favorite topics, so I'm really excited for this one today. Oh, oh man, that just fits right in because just like on your website, it's earth, animals, and spirit. And what are seasonal changes? It all deals with all of that. Because when I think about the animals, I was just thinking about how my horses have started to put on their winter coat. I mean, they um, as the days get shorter, they seem to start putting it on, and each one has a little bit different variety of them. And I've noticed the cattle are starting to put it, put their winter coats on too. So, oh, what a neat topic as it relates right to what you do in wild rhythms, earth, animals, and spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and seasonal change is definitely a wild rhythm. And, and, you know, as the season moves through its time, the rhythms continue to change. And it's just always so fascinating to me to, to see this, this phenomenon that happens over and over again, year after year, and, and yet it's still magical each time. It feels, it feels different each time. You know, each time we move to a new season, there's this sense of, of newness and and it's just it's never going to be the same the same fall two years in a row for example it's just always going to have little nuances that that make it unique each and every time oh isn't that the truth that is that is so true because each each fall everything is just a each season everything is just a little bit different i'm seeing it this fall as we had a hard freeze here in kansas last week and it really brought the trees into turning their leaves to a different color and sometimes they do it earlier in the in the season and sometimes later so it's just there's always something different and it's kind of the same with the horses one year one horse will put on more fur than the other and start earlier so and it's always just amazing to me how they know how all all of nature knows when to be doing what they're doing. It's just, it's phenomenal to me each year. It's just magical. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I totally agree with that. And, and it, it's, it's kind of humbling too. Like I, I've noticed, you know, 
I'm watching the weather report, so I hear what the the meteorologists mm-hmm. are saying and the newscasters are saying, and there you know snow's coming in four days is what we're hearing right now. Well, but there's also a different rhythm going on with all the critters outdoors, and I could be wrong, but I'm thinking they're not you know streaming the weather report into their little nests <laughs> and things, you know. Um, but they're they're behaving a little bit more frenetically today, and a little bit you know it was a little cooler yesterday. It's starting to get into a different um, weather pattern, and I'm not sure I would have noticed it the same way. In fact, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have. You know, my my wild self is a little different than that. But it's it's such a beautiful wisdom and a beautiful sense of connection that they all carry, and I think there's so much inspiration and so much we can learn from that. Unless, of course, they are streaming the news into their, you know, nest, but I'm guessing they're not. <laughs> no, I would I would agree with you that, no, they are not. And, yes, it is just, like I said, it's just magical to me how they know. I mean, even like yesterday, we had a lot of winds. And the cattle, they, they knew. They knew to go down in the trees even before it was picking up so much to get out of the winds. And I've noticed a lot of times when there's rain showers or something coming in, the cows will all start moving with their calves into the trees for protection. And they do it before it even starts. So it's it's their intuition that I feel is telling them, rather than like us humans are listening, like you said, to the weather forecast, they have that intuition to know what is what is coming in to a certain extent like that. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's it's such a good um, example for us because I, I think we also have an mm-hmm. ability to tap into that, that kind of wild intuition and, and that sense of how the season's changing and, and the weather patterns that come with that impact us and inspire us or, or you know, they make us want to either curl up under the covers or, or get out there and, and, and just go for it, you know, and, and I think that... Mm-hmm we can each sort of tap into that for ourselves. And if we allow that a moment of awareness around, okay, how does it feel today? Ooh, there's a crisp chill in the air. Hmm. How does that make me just asking ourselves those questions? What does that make me feel like or think about? And yeah, we may know the weather report says whatever's going to happen tonight, you know, but it taking those moments for that personal awareness, I think is a beautiful way for us to, to deepen our own connections to the season's, as they're shifting around us in the middle of our regular routines. Oh, oh, I so agree with you. We, I feel we have that intuition. Taking the moments to do it. I mean, we live, we're always in a busy lifestyle, trying to think what we got to do next, and got to get this to-do list done, and this and that. And sometimes we overlook the little simple things, just to tap into our own intuition and just listen to what, what our inner self is telling us about what is what is really happening out there and enjoying that moment. I mean, it's just like now I'm sitting here looking outside at the beautiful trees, how gorgeous they are. And the other evening, one of the trees in our yard is just magnificent. And I just took the moment to absorb it in and even take a picture of it and share it with a friend and say, look how beautiful this is today. And they were like, oh, wow. And it's just stopping from our daily routine is how I feel and taking those moments to see the beauty that is right in front of us. 
Oh, I just love that. And I think I think what you just described in my mind is is one of the most profound spiritual practices we can participate in easily and frequently multiple times throughout our days and our nights, you know, like like what you just described of noticing this tree and then having the impulse to share it with your friend and and what that might have given your friend, you know, as yeah. a, a boost and I think sometimes that noticing um, is it's just such a gift because it, it does require of us to take a moment, to pause, to take that breath, to see what the beauty around us, to to just be in that space. And I think a lot of times those are the moments that open us up to, to the deeper mysteries and the, the deeper sense of connection. And, and that one tree catches our attention, but then all of a sudden we're noticing there's different activity in the tree and there's different other pieces going on. And it's like a doorway into this magical world of, of awe and mystery and that deep intuitive connection we were just talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's totally how I, how I feel because I mean, the seasons, they come and go every year and a lot of people will say, I didn't even really notice it that much or I was so busy doing this or that. And it's just tapping into that and taking that little bit of time to enjoy each one of those seasonal changes like what is happening outside right now. And yes, we're going into the winter months and and just imagining how beautiful it is and like the trees, their leaves falling off. They, I mean, I don't feel they're concerned about that. They know come spring they're going to grow them back again. No big deal. It's kind of like the horses. They shed all their hair in the spring and summer, and they don't think about getting a new coat for the winter because they know it's just going to come. They just have that that peace of mind that it's all coming, and they're enjoying each part of it. And I I feel it's the same way with nature. <laughs> And and it's also there's such a beautiful cycle, like the the trees losing the leaves, mm-hmm. the leaves decomposing and turning into soil and nutrifying the trees and the plants in that area. I mean, it's it's kind of like that that letting go, as beautiful as it is, is also what allows for the life cycle to continue. And you know that's that's one of those things I like to reflect on in my own mind and in my own life is. You know what? What parts of letting go allow for the soil to become fertile again, and and more creativity to come out of it? You know, is there an old routine or a pattern that I, I isn't serving me anymore, but it's just become automatic at this point? Or, you know, is there other places where that letting go to create that fertile soil can really be an inspiring opportunity? Uh, you know, for us to step into our own wild selves as we move forward. Oh yes. And when you speak of the life cycle, it just brought to my mind as the leaves are falling off the tree, our cattle are spending a lot of time underneath those trees and the horses too, eating those leaves. So it's like they served their purpose on the trees and now as the life cycle continues, the animals are able to utilize them as food. And I'm like, oh, what a beautiful life cycle that nature keeps going with everything that happens. And I've really noticed this year how much they they really enjoy eating those leaves. It's just like to them. It's, it's something special. And they'll just spend hours under them trees just nibbling away. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, you're reminding me. There's there's a couple of local farms around here that put out signs on the side of the road this time of year, you know, please drop off your leaves, you know, and then in a few more weeks they'll have a sign, thank you, we have enough leaves, you know. <laughs> but they have, you know, all their critters that also, like you just described, just love it. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. like a, a special seasonal it's a seasonal feast, you know, which is, is also something we have in common with the other beings around us is, you know, eating eating these harvests as they're available. I mean, we certainly don't have pumpkins in, you know, February the way we do in October. And, you know, the the that seasonal rhythmic eating, I, I love that. That's a great thing that you just brought up because I think that's another way that we can be part of the seasons is just to say what's what's growing right now or, or what do I have an abundance of in my garden or or even what feels good in my body. I, I don't know about, about you or, or the listeners, but I do notice a time when we're moving into summer, for example, that I just find myself, I don't want heavy hot soups. I do want more light salads. My body's just wanting lighter food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of excites me that it does that. It's like, okay, so there is still this wild connection, even if our schedules feel the same day in and day out. Or, you know, if we feel like, oh, my gosh, I just missed this whole season because I was so busy. But yet I'm craving fruit right now instead of, you know, stew. So maybe mm-hmm. our bodies don't miss it. Oh, oh, I that that just is so true because yes, I feel the same way cuz in the heat of the summer, I have no desire for a bowl of hot soup. Where in cold winter, I'm like, "Oh man, that sounds good." And I do farmers markets. I love farmers markets, and it's always exciting to me to see what produce is coming into season. Because in the beginning, like in April and May, when they first start kind of really getting going around here, the the vegetables are a little bit different than what they are. And then when the cantaloupes and the watermelons come in, my body is like, oh, my goodness, it's time for them. And (laughs) I enjoy them so much. But in the cold winter, I don't think about them that much. And, I mean, I know they're not available, but it's not, my body isn't saying, oh, man, I could really use a slice of watermelon today or a slice of cantaloupe. So, And then as the apples come in in the fall, which is they do around here, and it's like I've been thinking, oh, man, do some good apples sound good. So I think our body and maybe and our own intuition, our body is telling us it is noticing the different times of the year and the seasonal changes even through what our body craves to eat so that that was a very good way of putting it in of showing people that our our bodies are telling us what the seasonal changes are coming so yeah and i think that's the fun place where our awareness of that can just take us into all kinds of places you know i mean we may be rushing around trying to make a whole bunch of pies for a a family uh, gathering and, and taking a moment to realize, okay, maybe we're making pumpkin pie at a time of year where we live where there's a lot of pumpkins, and taking a moment mm-hmm. to just acknowledge that connection. Because, you yeah. know, some of these things turn into automatic traditions, which is fine, but sometimes we forget why they started out that way in the first place, like why that time of year, these foods, this, this sort of way of doing things, you know. And, um, like, I think about growing up, we always had – centerpieces in the fall with leaves and gourds and all this stuff but I didn't consciously think of it as a wild connection to to the natural 
rhythms and changes of the season. I just thought, oh, that's what happens in October and November. You know, Mm -hmm. so there's an awareness piece of this is the beauty of the earth, continuing her cycles over and over again, and we are so much a part of that. Um, And we can feel it differently. We don't all feel it the same way. That's the other thing I think that's important about seasonal change is that for one person, fall might be that time of, of cozying up and getting really reflective and kind of downshifting, you know, the obligations outside or, you know, wanting to do that at least. And for somebody else, mm-hmm. fall might be the time of, of creativity and, and deep, deep um, you know, ideas coming flowing and wanting to put them out in the world. And, and so I think that's the other beautiful thing is there's no right or wrong way to experience the seasons. I think the beauty is just being aware and getting curious for ourselves how we relate, how we connect, and how we feel in these seasons. Oh, oh yes. It, that is so true. There is no right or wrong way. Just because you may not feel like someone else feels, that doesn't mean it's wrong, because each one is made up differently and made up very unique and special that you can experience the seasonal changes in your own special way. And each season means something different to everyone else of like you said what they're what they're thinking, what they would like to be doing, and what it what it kind of their trigger points are for that season and like in the fall, like a lot of people are thinking of thinking about the the gourds and decorating the house kind of more in a fall atmosphere where in the spring, a lot of them are thinking, oh, getting outside gardening and doing different things and being being outdoors more where yeah i and i mean i enjoy you really kind of enjoy you if you really stop and look at the full circle web that is created and how we all connect through it you can really start to see the beauty in each season and find find the prettiness and the the tranquility in each one of the seasons is kind of how i look at it when you really start to See the full circle web that it creates with the animals, with nature, with our spirits, with humans, with everything. It is, it is just so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I I agree, and I and I think it's, um, you know, when we allow ourselves to really feel that, like what you just described, that that finding those beauty of each season, that sense of, that sense of peace, that serenity, that can be possible all year round. You know, it also allows us those moments to pause and and just sort of ask ourselves, okay, if I had every opportunity in front of me with no other obligations, which, of course, we all have obligations, but I'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how would I organize my my year in connection to the seasons? Mm -hmm. And asking Mm -hmm. ourselves that kind of a question first, then we can overlay, okay, well, this time of year I really need a little more rest or this time of year I really would love to be out a little bit more, Um, you know, and how can I try to weave pieces of that into my regular schedule of work and family obligations and things that that aren't necessarily going to change very much or they might change a little bit, you know, school years end and things like that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of space, I think, for us to weave our seasonal relationship, our seasonal connection into the lives that we lead I don't think it requires us to just disappear from our lives to bring some of that wildness in. It, it more requires of us just to say, okay, this time of year I really like to do X, Y, or Z. And it may be unique. Like, like for example, everyone talks about spring cleaning. Well, I will admit 
confession time here. I love to do my deep house cleaning in the dead of winter. I just, that's mm-hmm. when I feel it. I think probably because I'm inside a little more maybe. Um, but it's like I like to cozy up. I like to put on some nice music, you know, make tea and just clean the heck out of my closets and my house. You know, in spring, I don't want to be inside doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. There are other people mm-hmm. where spring, that's the time of nesting. It's the time of creating the home for so many animals out in the world. You know, when there's nest building going on, it makes sense to be doing that inside too. So I think it's like asking ourselves, what is it, what is our connection? And letting it be as unique as it is. And and knowing that if we can weave some of that in, we, we you know, we allow ourselves to just deepen our connection to our life on this earth while we're here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, how very true that is. Because, yeah, I, I can totally relate because I'm like you. I'm inside a little bit more in the wintertime, and that's when I'm thinking of doing things inside. And and during the spring and summer, I'm like, yeah, the house will wait. I got a few. I have, it'll wait till till it's cold outside. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm the same way. It's like I can't deep clean the kitchen when the birds are chirping and the flowers are starting to grow, and I just want to sit outside and be out there in it all. It's like I'm good with the kitchen dirt at that point, you know. Like yeah, I'll let it bother me in the winter. <laughs> I've even gotten so this summer, I love being outside so much that I'll even set up a table out on the porch and do my computer work and stuff outdoors. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to soak all this in while it's so beautiful outside. And it's, I love it. Yeah, I I can hear you. But other people that, like you said, they're into the spring cleaning, and that's great too. It's each individual person, and they have to find what how they feel on the inside, what excites them for that season and what they like to do during that season to make make the web of life all work together with the earth and the animals and and the spirits and the humans and just everybody because I totally feel we we are all in a full circle web that we're just working together to help one another if we if we just take the time to look at it like like that that we can we can be there for the animals all year round every season and we can be there for the earth and we can be there for ourselves too and sometimes i think we forget about uh ourselves that we need to take that time too to enjoy what we like about that part of the season too for our seasonal changes oh yeah that is i think that is so important is is just to take that pause you know what what is attracting me right now in today in this season in this place and what's calling my attention and you know and and what what have i not noticed or what's different than it was yesterday you know these are things that take a few seconds even but just to walk out the front door and say what's different today from yesterday ooh look at that that tree has a little more color or or wow that little bird nest is a little bit more built today or you know, wow, I didn't notice so many um, squirrels around here yesterday. Or, you know, just those little moments are such mm-hmm. powerful connectors. And they just help uh, us not miss the magic of life, I think. Oh, I think I totally agree with you. I mean, even even looking up in this, I love the stars at night. I just think they're just magnificent. And just taking the time... It, when it's nice outside, and even on a cool evening, sometimes the stars—it's just they're so bright, 
and just enjoying that moment where you can see the brightness that that star offers to you or like the moon, just watching the shape of what it's in that night, that it's different from the night before. Or just just the little things out there are just, they're what excite me. And that's just, I just love watching those and enjoying them and taking those moments to see them and see how they're different and watch which star and where in the sky, which star comes out first at night. and Just even little things like that. They, it can just make such a difference. It does in my life anyway. It just makes me really, really connected to what I feel inside and what's going on out in the air and the sky and the earth and the animals and just everything. Just just noticing them and noticing how the animals are reacting to things. The horses react like yesterday when it was really super windy. They were a little more little more on edge. They weren't quite as relaxed because they're very alert to what's blowing around them and what's happening and just noticing those simple little things in life. I I just feel is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and you know and what you're describing is also um what I love about it too is that it's free and mm-hmm. it's completely valid everywhere. There's mm-hmm. no place on this amazing beautiful earth for what you just described isn't isn't part of, you know, there there's always something to observe no matter you could be in the in the depths of the biggest busiest city. And there's wildness, there's there's nature, nature is everywhere, you know. And so yes. it, it's like whether somebody has the time or the means to go off and do personal retreats or get into um, more remote wild places, that isn't always necessary, you know, because we can just open our eyes or, or pay attention in a different way when we're going about our, our, our day-to-day events. You know, we can say, ooh, I'd like to make about 10 minutes, 15 minutes tonight before I go to bed to look at the sky and look at the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm just going to make that time. I'm going to make that part of my day. Yeah, it's to me, it's such a calming peacefulness when you're out at dark and looking up at the sky and seeing those beautiful stars and how bright they shine. It just kind of brings a peace and a closing to the day for me. I, I just I love it. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's like it's it's easy enough, even if you if somebody has one or two minutes, you know, um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't cost anything extra. It doesn't even always take pre planning. Sometimes those spontaneous moments of, I'm just going to go outside for lunch instead of sit inside, or, yeah. you, you know, I'm going to take a different route on my way to work so I can drive by that that park that has the lake that has all the birds this time of year. You know, those little moments just enrich so much. And allow us to yes. really connect with the seasons and just be part of that change, which is so beautiful. Oh, oh, and that is because yes, and I mean even in the big cities, there's always the parks that you can spend just a few moments at, and you can see the seasonal change within them, and it's just it's just incredible. I like I said, I I love love how the seasons just change and how nature just adapts to all the changes and how the animals do. It is it is just magnificent. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I cannot agree more. Well, Deb, this interview I knew has gone so quickly. Our chat, I knew about seasonal changes would just fly by like it always <laughs> does. <laughs> what are some final tips 
or thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners today as we close on seasonal changes? Yeah, I have two quick ideas. One is is just challenging ourselves to to notice something new each day about the season we're in because I, it's always there. Yeah, we'll notice the leaves in the fall. They're gorgeous. But what about the newness of one leaf that we haven't ever seen before, how the color looks in that? Something new each day. And then the other thing is asking ourselves, what does our body, what does our heart, our soul, our mind need more of this time of year, whatever time of year we're in, whatever hemisphere we're in? You know, what do we need more Mm -hmm. of to really sink into this particular season? And just letting ourselves chew on that question. Oh, those are beautiful tips. Oh, I just love them both, to notice something new. And go inside and listen to what your body is saying. Go inside yourself and hear what your body is needing for that season. Oh, those are just beautiful, Deb. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was just awesome. I enjoyed every moment of it. (laughs) Oh, me too. It's just such an honor and so much fun to chat. So thank you for having me on. Oh, you are so welcome. And listeners, we will, Deb and I will be back on for another chat in November. So be sure and tune in because it will be another exciting one. And thank you again, Deb. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. And I want to thank each of our listeners for listening to this amazing, amazing interview with an incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Please share this show with all your family and friends. And check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. And remember what Deb said in her tips. Challenge yourself to notice something new out there each day. And go inside yourself and see here what your body is needing for this season. And with that, everyone, have a magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.